Amen. All right. Good morning. All right. Good morning. And we want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms. If you're a mom, can you just wave at me? That's it. No more moms? Okay. All right. Awesome. Well, I have an encouraging word for you this morning. I had to compose myself. One of my favorite, favorite worship songs is Jesus, Lover of My Soul. Every time that song gets me, I think about what God has done in my life and how much he loves me, and the tears just pour down. So that's why I have to go to the back and just kind of like, kind of fix my makeup a little bit and compose myself. But today's Mother's Day, right? And we're celebrating, we're honoring moms, and, and I got my mama bear shirt on, right? <laughs> and I got a good word. I want to share something encouraging to all the moms. I brought this up here because I wanted to see how it feels to sit down and preach. I can't. <laughs> Slap me, I can't do it. I see Pastor Jose do it all the time. I'm like, how does he do that? Even with the teens upstairs, I start standing up. I'm walking around, and I, I guess it's just a mama bear in me, all right? So we're doing this series, and men, don't tune me out today. I, it's going to be a Mother's Day twist, but we're still on that series, This or That, right? You could choose this, or you could choose that. Anybody remember that song? Okay, all you party people, right? <laughs> gotcha. Remember? Okay, so you guys remember that? So every time I hear that, that line, I always remember that song. So, um, and Pastor started the series, and I'm going to continue it today. I'm going to start off with Deuteronomy 30:19, just to remind you of what we're choosing, what, what we have to choose, right? So if you have it in your Bibles, you can look it up or look on the screen. And it says, today I have given you the choice between life and death between blessings and curses. Now I call up on heaven and earth to witness the choice who makes. Who makes the choice? You make it, right? All that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Today I'm going to continue, like I said, this series. And the, my sermon message, if it has a title, is Choose to Be. B-E, okay? And we're going to break that down for you. So you're probably wondering, and I want to have fun with everybody today, or especially the moms. So I have these presents up here. And hopefully all the moms, they got a ticket, right? So take out your ticket, and this is what you're going to do. When I call the number, you're going to come up. I'm going to shake this up. And you're going to pick one of these gifts, but you're not going to do anything with it. You're just going to hold on to it, right? And then, if anybody knows me, right? exchange. So you get to pick a prize. You get to pick one. Choose well, because the next person after you that I choose, and there's four ladies, four beautiful, wonderful ladies that are going to get blessed this morning. You, if you, if someone takes this one that you wanted, you can go up to that person and just take that and exchange with them. As a matter of fact, I encourage you to do so. All right, so it's up to you. So first mom that's going to pick, and then we're going to get right into our, our sermon. And throughout my message, I'm just going to call a number. So let me pick really well. Matter of fact, I'm going to have Corinne pick, so you don't think I'm cheating. Corinne, pick, and don't pick your moms. All right, got it? All right, here we go. First mom, 406-2533. All right, Karen, come on up. Yes, Karen. All right, Karen. So Karen, choose wisely. And then you have to, so, so then what happens is when the next mom comes, Karen has to stand up and show her gift because you can take it from her. So which one would you like? Small package, a big package, small. She's modest. She wants to take this one. All right, so you have a seat. This is what she has, ladies. If anybody wanted this, is yours. Okay. So All right, so 
When you look at the word B, B-E, right? The first thing that comes up, and especially when you Google it, it means exist, having, being, or existence. And as a mother or woman, and I like to, when I preach, I like interaction. So moms, if this, if any of these sound like you, say, yes, pastor, that's me. All right? So as mothers and women, and just women in general, we have to be a lot of things, right? To a lot of people. Anybody agree? All right, so we play many roles, men. Maybe you don't understand the roles we play, but let me give you some of them. I'm going to give you some of them that I play. I am wife, right? Anybody agree with that? Anybody's wife? Right? I'm mom. I'm banker. I'm secretary. I'm the chef. I'm the teacher. I'm the medic. I'm the counselor. I am mommy find, because no one can find anything in the house unless mommy finds it, right? Amen, right, sisters? Come on. I like this. We're going to have fun today, right? I mean, the thing could be right there. Mommy, have you seen? I'm like, Mommy Fine to the rescue. That's what I call myself, Mommy Fine. So, right, you agree. We're Some of you are planners. Some of you are, and some of you are welders. Not just kidding, right? So, <laughs> right? All, somebody say, yeah. all these important roles, all these are important roles because they all serve a purpose when needed. Ladies, I like to call us the multitaskers. Yes? Yeah. Right? Right? Yes, you men too. I'm not, I'm not hating on the men today, but it is Mother's Day. So God gave you and I a special and unique task. <laughs> He's like, I'm not saying no. I learned my lesson. Okay. <laughs> my, um, mothers. Okay. So God gave you and I a special task um, as a mother to build your home. So let's go to Proverbs 14.1 and let's see what a wise woman does. Proverbs 14, 1. Okay? And the word says, and I, have, I put it up in the NLT version, a wise woman builds her home. Correct? But a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Now, the picture described here is of a woman, let me put this up here so I can see, um, whose wisdom enables her to enlarge her household. Teach her children. She's a blessing to her husband, her family, and all those around her. And, and when I think of this, you know, I think that there should be joy, especially for the women. And men, you may not understand this sometimes, but there's a joy in taking care of our home. Anybody, any ladies agree with me? Right? I mean, especially, this is how, it, it delights me to have, and I wrote this down, a home that reflects me. When you walk into my home, I, I feel like you're looking at a picture of who I am. Um, I love the fact that in my home, we all serve the Lord together, that my children serve the Lord. You guys seen them here. My son drums and plays guitars and has all these talents that I never knew he had. That was Jesus, right? And my daughter serves downstairs and teaching the children and, and that my actual home is welcoming. I love that my, my son and my daughter, when she was away at college, and that he loves coming home. You know, that's something to me that may not mean a lot to a lot of people, but he always would love to come back home. And, and we love spending time together. I love a home that's, that's peaceful. Anybody like peace? Ah, yes. oh, I say peace in my kingdom, right? Peace. A house full of good things, because that's what the word says, right? For my family to enjoy. That's God's promise. Isaiah 32, 18. Let me say, if you didn't know this was a promise, then let me show you today that this is a promise of God. My people, any people here of God, yeah. that be, this belongs to you, will live in a what? A noisy, crazy, up, up, no, no. He says peaceful surrounding and in secure dwellings and in undisturbed resting places. 
That is a promise of God. So if you're not living that, please don't. There's no, there's no guilt. There's no shame. Then get this word, get the revelation for yourself and apply it. Because and I'm, I'm going to read it in the New King James Version. I didn't put it up there. It says, my people will dwell in peaceful habitation. Your home is a house of refuge. It's a house of peace, right? In a secure dwelling. My home is secure. I have not only my husband, Pastor Jose, that I dare you come into our home uninvited, but I have my chocolate lab, Riley, who's 100 and plus pounds, and he will lick you to death, okay? (laughs) And in quiet resting places. That's God's promise to us. A peaceful home. You know, and like I said before, I love that, that my young adult children, that they can be hanging out or doing it. They love being home. One of our favorite things to do is after service on Sundays, you know, you would think that we're just, you know, we all go home. We'll make lunch. We'll throw on either our sweats or something, and, uh, and we'll go on the couch, and we'll just hang out together. That's what we do. And we love being with each other. And when I thought about this, oh, and then I also, let me write, oh, let me say this about my husband, because I wanted, you know, extra brownie points here, right? I love... That I have a husband that looks forward to coming home to me every night. (laughs) He wants to spend time with me. And that every single night, he stays up to the wee hours talking with me. And convert... Wait, that's wrong story. Sorry. (laughs) That does not happen, right? Whew, that was somebody else's story. But I love that my family loves to come home. And it's the same with you guys. I love that when you guys come into this house, and I feel like Mama Bear, and you're my cubs, right? And when you come into this house at Church at the Bridge, I delight you in coming into a clean, organized home. I like that you feel invited and that you feel part of the family here at Church at the Bridge. When you guys walk in, I feel like it's a reflection of not only our God, but me as a woman, as, as, as the, the, you know, helping my husband in leading the congregation. And that you all, and I know that some of the, see, I, I put this down for all of you that serve here, especially those in the cafe. And you make fun of me on how organized, and you're like, Pastor Annette would put this and put this and put this, how organized everything is. And then when I go visit you at your homes, you have everything organized the same way. I love that. You guys are learning. I would say the babies are growing up, Lord. <laughs> it's so funny. They go, Pastor Annette, you know, they get all nervous. Like, what would Pastor Annette do? I'm like, do what you would do. But they're learning. And I love that. I love because it should be a peaceful home. Anybody? Amen. A peaceful home. All right, I'm going to call out the next ticket just because I want to. Let's see. Let's see. I'll pick this one out. All right, here we go. 406 2449. 2449? No one? Oh, yes, Susan. Now, Karen, can you stand up for a minute and just show you? Because if you want that one, you can have it and switch with her. (laughs) But if you want any of these, but pick one first, the one that you. Don't really want, but if you want that one, but if you want this one, you can keep it. It's up to you. No, no, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Which one do you, you really didn't care for? You didn't care for that. You wanted that one, right? Okay. You, yeah. Switch. <laughs> wow. I like, I thought I was going to have to coerce you here, but you guys are good. All right. So how many of you know? That you have everything that you need. Amen? Amen. You have it. As women of God, um, as men of God, 
You have everything you need. And some days I know it doesn't seem like it, but you do. You have wisdom. Now check this out because wisdom is not a thing. It's the person of Christ. Okay. Wisdom is not a thing. It's a person of Christ. Let me prove that to you. First Corinthians 1 24. 1 Corinthians 1 24 says this. You guys got it? Now it's on the screen. But to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and the what? Wisdom of God. So Christ is our wisdom. Does anyone here have Christ? Then you have wisdom. Amen? The enemy is the one that tries to deceive you in thinking that you're missing something. Ladies, he's been doing it from the beginning. He did it to Eve. Right? And he continually does it all throughout, um, um, even now, throughout time. He still uses the same old trick, the same old lie. He's a loser. He's a liar. Don't believe the hype. Okay? Oftentimes, we define ourselves by what we do, what we have, or what we don't have. But God is so good. God defines us by who we are in him. In him. We exist for a greater plan and purpose. God's plans and purposes. And it's the reason why he created you. Okay? Now, you might be wondering why mama bear and why I have the shirt. Well, let me me talk to you about Joshua's mama bear. Okay, my son, my son, Josh refers me, refers to me as mama bear since, wow, for a long, long time. Right. And I want to tell you a true romantical story that happened. So any other mama bears in the house? You identify that? Yes. Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, good. So um, when my son, my son, Joshua, like I tell you, this kid, uh, God, he blessed me with this son. My daughter to love my daughter. She's beautiful and precious. I don't want her to get jealous. Right. (laughs) My son, I just want to pick on Josh right now for this, because um, this is his romantical story. So my son, Joshua, throughout high school, had all these girls like them. Josh never dated anyone um, until he met his friend, Hannah, right, in college. So when he met Hannah, um, he wanted to introduce this girl finally to us. Never met a girl, never brought a girl to the house. I knew all these girls would come to me. Oh, we love your son. I was like, get behind me, Satan, right? <laughs> and I was like... Okay, trust you, Lord, right? Okay, so then, um, so I would pray, and my kids, they've been prayed for since my womb. Since the womb, I laid hands, I said, Father, you have a man and woman, and you know, prayed. So he meets Hannah, he brings, he says, oh, Mom, I have this girl that I want to bring to the church picnic. Did you see how he did that? Because he knew that if it was open and with all of you there, they would be okay, they'll be safe, right? <laughs> So I was like, okay, this girl, who's this girl? Apparently, him and his sister knew about this girl. Honey, did you know as well? Yo, he knew too. I did not know about this girl. So this is what happens. Look at this story. So he's like, mom, I want to invite her. And I said, who's this girl? She says, she's my friend. I said, okay, friend. Let's keep it friend. So she comes to the church picnic, right? So so before she goes that... Joshua goes, I got to go pick her up, and she's going to drive with us. I was like, okay, now I get to check this girl out. I said, yeah, sure, do that. So he goes pick her up, and as the story goes that I understand, he went, he told her prior, he says, "Um, you're going to meet my mom. She's a mama bear. (laughs) So Hannah was like, mama bear, what is that? Like, what? He said, okay. So 
you know, he kept kind of telling her. He, and from what I understand, he was a little nervous. He said, she's a mama bear, you know. So, so days led up to it. So that day when he goes to pick her up, he goes, so you know, you're going to meet my mom. We're about to drive. She's a mama bear. She's like, okay. She goes, no, you don't understand. She's a Puerto Rican mama bear. <laughs> That's what he told her. <laughs> so it's like he was like, you just be careful. That's what I was saying. So he brought her to the brought her to the picnic and their story is that I just looked at her, which I did. I observed her, I watched her, and then everybody says I hardly spoke to her. I'm a very observant person, if you haven't noticed. I observe everything. I see things. I see the minute little thing. So, you know, we had that day at the picnic, and I watched her. So then afterwards, it's like, uh, is this your girlfriend? He goes, no, Mom, that's my friend. I said, okay. She, after the whole picnic, I was like, okay, we're going home. Drop, let's drop her off. He's like, no, she's coming to the house. What for? <laughs> we met her already. We're good. <laughs> she can go home. So now she's in my house. I'm like, okay. Now we all, you know, if you come from the picnic, you smell like the barbecue. And I'm like, I want to take a shower. But I'm sitting down right since because I want to meet this girl. So after a while, she's there. And, and after from a few months, you know, I, whatever, they're dating. And my son, I kept asking him, is this your girlfriend? He says, no, mom. She's my friend. She's my friend. So Thanksgiving rolls around. And this happened in July. It's our usual church picnic. Thanksgiving, November rolls around, and he says to me, and he says, um, I would like to speak to you, I would like to speak to you guys, um, and we were like, okay, what's going on? And he says, I would like to make Hannah my girlfriend. It's like, no, no, just kidding. <laughs> 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 Hannah's like, oh my God. <laughs> he asked us permission. We spoke about it. We talked as a family, and we gave him, he gave him our blessings. Now they're about to get married in October. <laughs> So why that, as, mom, as Joshua's mom, let me tell you something. Let me give you some mama bear facts. Why? Why? Okay, ready? And ladies, you're going you're gonna to relate to this. Bears are highly evolved social animals. Right, ladies? We are highly evolved social animals. Bears often share their friendship, and we do, right? Resources and security. A bear's hearing ability is excellent. All you children... Understand why us mama bears could hear you. I can be washing dishes on the phone. I can still hear you in the other room. Okay, we have excellent hearing. Bears are not mean. <laughs> We're not mean or malicious. We're very gentle and tolerant animals, right? <laughs> but they're weary of animals um, and, and, and are inc- incredibly protective of her cubs. She would generally always attack any animal. Hannah. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That she believes is a danger to her babies. Why am I sharing that with you? And I wrote this down. A a mother's love is fierce because God's love is fierce. It's fierce. She teaches her cubs how to hunt, how to fish, and she prepares them to leave her. Moms, dads, we prepare them to leave us and reach adulthood. Parents, moms. Don't, don't, don't teach, um, you have to teach your children. Don't enable them. Teach them, okay? I think of, a, of two famous, um, a mom and a grandma in the Bible. Let's go to 2 Timothy 1. 2 Timothy 1, 2 through 5. And you're going to glean some things out of this. We're going to glean some. And it says this, because of time in the Amplified Version. 
And this is Paul writing to Timothy. He says to Timothy, my beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace, inner calm and spiritual well-being from God, the father and Christ Jesus, our Lord. I thank God whom I worship and serve with clear conscience the way my forefathers did. As I constantly remember you in my prayers night and day. And then he goes on to say in verse um, five, I remember your sincere and unqualified faith. Write that down, highlight that. The surrendering of your entire self to God in Christ with confident trust in his power, wisdom, um, and goodness, which first lived in the heart of your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I am confident that is in you as well. Moms, are you confident that what you've trained your children and I'm not talking about past things because we could always look at the past and see what we've done or what we had, what we've done, what we didn't do. But are you confident that you have trained them? And this is what the Bible says. In the heart of Lois and Eunice was confidence, trust in his power, wisdom. You guys could put that up and goodness. And Timothy had that. Now I want to call it the four B's. The four B's. And you could choose this or you can choose that. Before we do that, I'm going to call out one more ticket. Yeah. Let's see who will be the next person. 406-2534. Woo. All right. So which one do you want, Miss Debbie? Oh, ladies, can you please lift your gifts up so they can see? You want that one? You want that one? Or you want one of these? You can keep it or... You like this one? Oh, ah, okay. All right, here we go. So let's go. First B, be yourself. Choose confidence in the Lord, okay? Now, you may say, be yourself. Well, I'm going to break it down for you. Remember, this was in the heart of Lois and Eunice, and then it was in the heart of Timothy. It was passed down. Be yourself. Choose confidence in the Lord. Ephesians 2.10 says this, for we are his workmanship. His masterwork, a work of art. Ladies, you are a work of art. Created in Christ Jesus. Reborn from above. Spiritually transformed. Renewed, ready to be used for good works. Which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set. So that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. As women and men of God, I don't want to forget you, choose to walk confidently in him. The real you is what? The spirit on the inside of you. That's the real you. And this is why I'm saying be who God created you to be. Be yourself. Who's, who are you? You're reborn from above. You're spiritually transformed. You're renewed. You're ready to be used for good works which God prepared for us. Come on, how many transformed people are there here today? Come on. He renewed you for good works. He has prepared you. I I went to a conference, um, and we went to a conference yesterday, and there was one thing that they kept saying that was annoying me. My son, he was sitting next to me, and I was like, oh, man, I just, you know, if I could, I'd get up, and I'll just correct them. But what they kept saying was they kept alluding to, alluding to brokenness, the brokenness, the brokenness, the brokenness. I said, I used to be broken. I'm not broken anymore. I am a new creation in Christ. All things have passed away. And every time, and then they were like, oh, you know, if you're hurting, I'm not hurting. I'm renewed in Christ. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 
and no matter what it looks like, right? So I, I, I just kept, and Josh was like, Mom. I was like, nah, Joshua, you know why? I, oh, I can't take it, right? I'm a, I'm a mama bear. Let me give you some more bear facts. While cubs are with their moms, moms, listen to this. They learn many important life lessons. The cubs will sit and they watch their mom as she hunts for food, as she catches fish, as she's praying, as she's worshiping God. I'm adding that in. By watching their mom, the cub learns skills that would allow them to be on their own. Mama, raising your children is one of the many good works that God has planned for us to do. Many people don't look at that. They only think of being on the platform, being a pastor, being this, being that, that those are the good works. Going out, preaching, laying hands, those are all good works. But some of the good works are being a mother, being a father, raising your children. Men and women of God who will serve him. This is why I say I'm so happy that, you know, and I'm blessed that my children, they're here serving. You know how many children that, you know, they, they, they just, they don't want anything to do with God. But moms and dads, don't blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. I'm honored that God chose me to raise Karina and Joshua. I've poured all that I've learned into them. I have taught them to be confident in the Lord. I've given them the truth of the gospel, and I entrust them to the word of his grace. I don't worry about them. As a matter of fact, my children have taught me. When Pastor Jose and I first, we, we stepped out and to, to, to do the church, and we gave up everything. And, and, and some of you know our story, and some of you don't. Our all our income, we were both youth, um, full-time pastors. All our income came from one source, and at the same time, we let it all go. We believed in God. We had two kids in college, a mortgage to pay, things happening, right, food to put on the table. And we sat on at the table the next morning after we did that, and I'm like, okay, what did we just do? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. And we told the kids, and we sat with them, and they talked, and my daughter, Karina, and we told them everything, and she looked at me, and she was standing there, and she was like, she's like, God's got this, Mom. He's never let us down before. Amen. And walked away. I wanted to, like, pull her. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Do you know it? <laughs> you remember that, Karina? <laughs> and then I thought about that, and God, as I was writing this, he brought that to my remembrance. And this is what the Lord showed me. He said, you taught her that. I taught her that. And I said, wow, Lord, we taught her that. I taught her to be confident. I taught her since a little girl that God's got us. I showed them how to give. I gave of my service. Joshua the other day was telling me, Mom, I remember back in the city when we would come after school and you would pick us up and we would go to this little church and we would open the doors, remember Josh? And we would help them and we would clean and I would do the books for them and I would help them. And we poured our life and I taught my children that God comes first before all things. My son could tell you there were many a times on a Sunday he wanted to go to do something in a sport. And what did I always tell them? God comes first. God comes first. You will have time for sports, my son. But we, we as a family, we serve the Lord. This is the life that we've been called to. And I remember them teaching me and reminding me, parents, don't ever go back. And, and one of the things that I wrote down here. Something that I, I hear often, many women say especially, I don't want my children to make the mistakes I did. Can I correct that thinking for a moment? You're saying that like if something's wrong with you. 
And there's nothing wrong with you now that you are in Christ Jesus. Because didn't we just say that you've been reborn anew? Your past is your past. And to think that way, let me just write, write, um, read it the way I wrote, God gave it to me. It says, why are you taking the bait, believing the lie? Let's go back. You've been reborn from above. You're spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works. You are a new creation. Why do you keep looking back, thinking there's something wrong because of what you did? And God says, did I not wipe the slate clean? Did I not wipe it clean? Was what he did not good enough? As if we can put it back and put everything back together. I'm honored. The thinking should be and the changing of things. I'm honored that my children are just like me. A servant of the most high God. I can look at my past. Listen, I was my mom's prodigal. What you're looking at right here is a prodigal. I ran, not from God, just from life and things. But my mama was a praying mama, and she believed, and she stood on the word. I had friends that surrounded me that believed, and what you see is the product of someone who poured their life and didn't call out those things that she saw, but called out those things as they were, as she believed. My grandfather was a minister. My mom is an ordained minister in Florida, and I am a minister of the gospel of Jesus. I am a product of a praying mom, of a praying family, of a generation of things being passed down to us. And it works. So what I want to tell you moms and dads, be brave. Be brave to, tr- to trust in his power. I wrote this down. The task ahead of you is never gr- as great as the power inside of you. There may be things in front of you. You may see wayward children, but moms be brave. Dads be brave. How you got this. I wrote this. How you begin determines how you will end. And I hope you begin this way. Exodus, Exodus 14, 14 says this. The Lord will fight for you. While you only need to keep silent and remain calm. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I trust you. I trust you, Lord. Be one who trusts in his power. Trust God with your children, with your household, with your finances, with your business. Trust God because when you trust him and when things come your way, listen, he says, I will fight for you. You don't need to fret. You don't need to be anxious. You just stand and remain in peace and say, Father, I trust you. I trust you, Lord. Though it may not seem like it, it may not look like it, Father, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you, Lord. One last ticket. Get a good one in here. All right, here we go. Four zero six two four five nine. Who got it? Now you, who got it back here? All right, come on. Now you can take this one or you can trade it. It's up to you. Oh, she's so nice. You sure you don't like this one? It's so beautiful. Yeah, you sure? Oh, you positive? Okay. Wow. I said be brave. 
Be fearless. Choose wisdom. Let's look at 2 Timothy 1.7. You guys know this already. We just did this. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, right? Or cowardness or, or fear. But he has given us a spirit of what? Of power and of love and sound mind or sound judgment. And personal discipline, abilities that result in calm, well-balanced mind, and self-control. You have wisdom on the inside of you. Greater than your own reasoning. Reasoning says this is not going to happen. It doesn't look like it. My children, my finances, my husband, my wife. God says, trust me. You have power. You have love. You have a sound mind. This is what Proverbs 31.25 says. Ladies, men, listen to this. She is clothed with strength and dignity. And she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. And I say this to each and every one of you, especially the women. Don't compare yourself amongst yourselves. Mama bears come in all ship, different shapes and sizes and backgrounds. Can I have the four ladies come up here with your gifts? Stand right here. Stand right there. Then you can stay right there. Yeah, stand right there. All different shapes, right? Just lift your the gifts. All different sizes. But I want what she has. And I don't have that. And I don't have the perfect marriage. And I don't have this. All different shapes. All different sizes. And we compare ourselves. Can I say this? We all have the same measure. And maybe she's just choosing to use a little more than she's using. But it's all God who put what's on the inside. And when we open up the inside, can you ladies open up your gifts? Rip it. Nope. Not a blanket. (laughs) Show to everybody. It's all the same. Pull it out. Be fearless. Be fearless. On the inside, God has deposited in you something amazing. Though the outer may seem different, God's heart is the same for every single one of us. We all have the same. There's no competition between us. Especially as women. 
Maybe you run your household differently than Karen and different, but we all have this. As women of God, we believe and trust in him. We're confident in him. Be fearless, ladies, in him. Thank you. The last one, be blessed. Choose to walk in God's goodness. Proverbs 31, 28 says this, ladies. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. When I think about my children, when they thank me, in my heart I say, you don't have to thank me, I love you. I'm honored that God chose me. I see he saw it fit that some Puerto Rican girl from the Bronx (laughs) with a big dream in her heart to one day have children and to raise them to serve the Lord that it will come to pass. When it didn't look like that was going to ever happen, when it didn't look like my life, anything was going to turn out from my life, look what God has done. And all the honor and all the glory goes to him. So moms, I want to bless you today. And the kids and I, we got together and we made a little video just for you.
Can I get that question one more time? My dance competitions, because we bond a lot, which is my dance mom. You're not getting dinner tonight. <laughs> Can you play? Oh, man. Well, the last one is be blessed. That's a blessing. Thank you, honey. Choose to walk in God's goodness. Mothers, you are blessed. The very first thing that God did when he created man, woman, was this. Genesis 1, 27, 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. He made them male and female. He created them. And then God what? He, he got, oh, then God blessed them. We're going to stop right there. He blessed them. When God spoke those words, this is what happened. He authorized all mankind with divine power to increase and excel in everything good. You are empowered woman. You are empowered man. You are empowered mother. You are blessed. Walk in that truth. It's yours. And God has never taken it back. Never taken it back. As we close here today, I want to honor you. So I'm going to ask all the moms in the rooms to stand. Stand. 
And as a congregation, we're going to bless them. We're going to pray for them. Moms, I know sometimes, listen, I know, the late night hours, the prayers, the round-the-clock duty, the wanting your children to surpass you. Because in any woman that believes in God, that's our heart. We want our children to surpass us. Word says that we will do great things. And my dream for my children is that they will do great and mighty things in his name. And that they will surpass me. My, moms, God sees your heart. He's seen the tears. He's seen the joy. He's, seen, he's heard the prayers. Because we're confident. that Just as Jesus said that you hear me, he hears us. There's no tear wasted. There's no time wasted. The late night hours helping with that science project that you did not sign up to do. But you somehow end up doing it anyway. The dinners. The celebrations. Sometimes even the losses of someone dear. God sees your heart in all of this, the dreams you have. Those that have come and those that are still yet to happen. God sees them. He knows them. He's placed them in your heart. I encourage every single mother here. Be who God created in you to be. Be confident. Be brave, mom. Continue to stand. Be fearless, mom. You have power, love, and a sound mind. And be blessed, mom. He's blessed you. And you will continue to walk in that blessing. All the days of your life. So if you have your children here or... Those next to you, can you just put your hands on these moms? Can we just pray for them? Can I have Karina and Josh come up with me? Father, we come before you today and we thank you. We thank you for the heart that you've given us as mothers. We thank you, Lord. You've deposited so much in us and you've trusted us with so much. And we don't take that lightly, Lord. We're grateful. Holy Spirit, you're our guide, you're our truth. You lead us into all truth in raising these children. Mighty men and women of God that will serve you all the days of their lives. We are confident in you, Lord. That we have the mind of Christ to do all that you've asked us to do as mothers. That we have served you well in our, in our place in the good work you've called us to. We thank you this day, Lord, for our, our, our helpmates, for, for our, our husbands, for our children, for our homes, Lord. 
Not only they reflect us, but they reflect you, Lord. That our families are blessed. That we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. An example to this world of your love, of your grace, of your truth. We are honored, Father, to be ambassadors of your kingdom. To be mighty women of God who stand firm on your word and trust you. To help our husbands, Lord. And to serve you well. We bless every single mother here. Every single woman, every single man, every single child. We thank you that you are our God. And we are your people. And we will serve you all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. Love you guys.